my name is Greg Knapp. This is the Greg Knapp Experience, your 20-minute thrill ride for your commute or your workout. Well, I'm on a retreat today, so I've got a slightly different show for you focused on a very important topic. And I'm asking you to tell three friends, to tell three friends about the show and help us grow this movement to show how exceptional America is and to push back on the far left's view of this country. Please tell three friends to tell three friends. No, healthcare is not a right. Yes, it is, Greg. I have the right to healthcare and the right to food and the right to housing. Yeah, and high-speed internet and a car and cell phone and an income. That's right, universal basic income. No, there is no such thing. The only thing basic about income is you have to work to get it. Well, not anymore. I know, that's the problem. Look, here's the thing. You have to understand what a right truly is. You cannot just create rights. Yes, we can. I know Obama told you that, but he was wrong. Okay, listen. Start with the founding documents. Go to the Declaration of Independence, right? We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. Men? What about women and the 100 other genders? All right, there's only two genders, but yes, men and women. Back then, men meant everybody. No, it didn't. They didn't think men had women had the rights. You are correct. It took time to get that done. But guess what? That has been done. We have amended the Constitution. These things can change over time. This was a few hundred years ago that they wrote this thing. But the ideas of it are so valid. So let's get back to it. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. So let's start with the creator. See, this is the thing. We believe that God gave these rights to us, not man. So no man can take them away. They're inalienable rights. They're, They're just there because you are human, right? So then it goes on that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay, so let's just stop there for now. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, The Declaration of the Constitution made clear that there's more going on here than just those rights, but that's the whole descriptive part of what the rights are. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Think about this. Do I have to give you anything for you to have life? No. Do I have to give you anything for you to have liberty? No. You already have it. Do I have to give you anything for you to pursue happiness? No. That's up to you. See, all those things are up to you. I can only try to stop you from them. I can try and kill you to take away your life, right? I can put you in jail to take away your liberty. I I can do everything to thwart your progress to stop your pursuit of happiness. But I don't need to give you things. You don't need to take anything from me to have your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that's the whole thing. That's really the test. It's not a right if I have to take something from you to get it. It's a right if I have it without you interfering with me. So let's go to healthcare. So what you're essentially saying is you have the right to force a doctor to work without getting paid in order for you to have healthcare. No, no, he can get paid. Well, who's paying him? The government. Who pays the government? We do. The government only has two ways of making money. They either tax or they borrow. That's it. Everything else is us making money and us putting in our toil and sweat and tears. And by the way, the taxing and the borrowing comes from us. So no, when you say you have a right to health care, you're claiming that you have the right to force other people to work for you without paying them. No, that's not a right. And no government has the right to do that, whether it's for health care, food or housing or anything. Look at the Bill of Rights for a little bit more. 
Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble. BLM and Antifa forgot that. And to petition the government for a redress of grievances. OK, so just in the First Amendment in the Bill of Rights, we got free religion. We've got freedom of speech. We've got freedom of the press. We got freedom of assembly. None of those cost you anything. I don't need anybody to give me money to do those. That's why it's a right. But Greg, health care is a moral duty, and it is part of the right to life. If I don't have health care, I might die. That is true. If you don't get health care, you may die. But you can pay for that health care. You, you, it's up to you to work to get that health care. Because the right to life doesn't mean other people have to keep you alive. It means that other people aren't killing you. Those are totally different things. I wrote a piece on this a while back about government health care. It's not moral. Government health care is not moral. And I know Obama was trying to tell you this. During a teleconference, he said this, and he was talking to religious leaders. You know this debate over health care goes to the heart of who we are in America. It is a core ethical and moral obligation that we look after each other. In the wealthiest nation on earth, we are neglecting to live up to the call. Okay, here's the thing. First of all, anytime you're talking to religious leaders, if you're trying to go on what Jesus said about this, he wants you to give joyfully and voluntarily. He wants you to help people because you love other people the way he loves you. He didn't say anything about the government forcibly taking your money. It's a totally different system. By the way, one million people are waiting for hospital beds in the U.K., that's from the National Center for Policy Analysis. About 900,000 are waiting for hospital beds in Canada. That's from the Fraser Institute. Does that sound moral to you? The president said, we are God's partners in matters of life and death. Really? The government is? The people paying the plan will eventually lead to a single-payer system and ration care are, are bearing false witness. We're already seeing ration care. It's not moral. To forcibly take one person's money and give it to another is not moral. The Constitution outlines what taxes are to be used for. So they want to create a new right to health care. If you really want to create nationalized health care, then you should amend the Constitution to do it because there is nothing in there that says you should be able to do this. Right. And to state we can keep our doctor and insurance if we like it. Remember that lie he told to us and people like me on talk radio told you it was a lie. We were called the liars. And of course, it's exactly what happened. And to claim Obama was never for a single-payer plan when he is on video saying he was as recently as 2007, and so many Democrats are on tape saying that they are, and now they're really pushing for it, they've been lying to you for decades. And to tell us the plan wouldn't ration health care when we're already seeing it, and his advisors wrote reports on how to precisely do that to save money, makes you just wonder how stupid they think you are. Then there's the leaked report out of Vancouver. It shows Canada's government health authority is considering cutting more than 6,000 medically necessary surgeries next year in order to save $200 million. Now, I wrote this a few years ago. The UK health system has a formula to determine if the treatment you need is justified by, quote, quality adjusted life years, end quote. I'm sure rationing health care wasn't written in their bills either. But guess what? Every time government gets involved in our health care, it happens. Every single time. How is that moral? See, we help people in America with churches and charities and donations and religious organizations and non-religious organizations who just want to do things to help people. People set up funds, nonprofits, 
people are giving voluntarily and joyfully to help their brother, man, and woman. That's how you help. No government has the right to create or take away rights. And absolutely no right to forcibly take your hard-earned money at the point of a gun. What do you mean at the point of a gun? Try not paying your taxes and see how long it takes before somebody shows up with a gun. Yes, at the point of a gun and give it to others. When you forcibly take people's money that they have worked hard for, which is basically forcibly taking their hard labor and give it to other people, that's not moral. That's called slavery. My name's Greg Knapp. This is the Greg Knapp Experience.